0: Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 93, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, today's guest says, absolute obedience to Jesus Christ is the only pathway to true peace. And joining me on today's show is Beth Olson. Beth is an author and a blogger, helping you eliminate stress and moving forward in peace. She's also married and a mum of four. Beth's parents were missionaries and growing up she lived in the U.S., in Mexico and Central America. And Beth and her family currently live in Iowa, USA. Now on today's show, Beth is going to share that you can accomplish the most amount of good if you operate from a place of inner peace that comes from absolute obedience to Jesus. Now if you want to do anything great, you have to start somewhere. She's going to talk about that as well. And you have to be willing to do something poorly in the beginning. Oh, for some of us who are perfectionists, Beth, we're diving into that one for sure also she's going to talk about god doesn't get any glory from you hiding your light it's time to own who you are and shine for him of course and so much more welcome to the best sh- to the show beth
2: <laughs> it's so great to be with you today
1: so many in, um, important insights to share you know for many of us who feel called to business to entrepreneurship and even within the workplace entrepreneurship, you know sometimes um, we can put high expectations on ourselves, or maybe I'm the only recovering perfectionist, but that can really keep us stuck. So uh, I'm really looking forward to you sharing your insights. Share with me, if you will, how you started your business. Was it something that, or in, in this you know, area that you're now serving and supporting others, was it something that you felt called to do, or was it various circumstances that kind of led
2: you down the path? How did that uh, show up for you? That's a great question. I feel like I kind of stumbled into it accidentally, honestly. I just, um, you know, love social media because it's such a great way to connect with people all over the world, just like we're connecting right now. It's amazing. And so just sharing my daily life, sharing scripture verses or whatever Mm -hmm. thoughts were coming to me, you know, over the years. But as it went on, I decided to kind of step into blogging. A little oh bit right. more yeah and i love so, that
1: yes yeah i, I love that yeah. and because you know so many um, of us come to doing what we're doing in this moment in time through different, you know different um, pathways different experiences sometimes different challenges and how often can we um, neglect what's right in front of us through the experiences god has uh, allowed us to go go through and not recognize that hang on a minute if I pick up this mantle, trust in him and be guided by him, I could make a real impact because we don't look at it that way. So I, I love that you shared that. Share a little bit about um, what it was like to grow up as, uh, you know, with parents who are missionaries. I've got a couple of brothers, one in particular who was a missionary for many years across Nigeria and, and Kenya. And um, it's a, it, it really is an incredible calling, isn't it?
2: It is. Yeah, it was just adventure around every corner, <laughs> yes. you know, and I mean, I wrote a book about it growing up as a missionary kid, and in the book, I talk about the time when we were held up by the mafia in the desert in Mexico at gunpoint, you yes. know, I was seven or eight years old, and I thought, pretty much that could be the end of my life right there, yeah. but uh, kind of once you've gone through something like that, it shakes some of the fear out of your life. And you're like, well, I made it through that. I'm just going to keep on plowing ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what's really interesting? If I think back to some of the stories that my brother and sister-in-law shared, because you are in these countries where Christianity... And you know Jesus is so foreign you do find yourself in situations where you can absolutely see the hand of God miracles where he you know the, the stories that he shares so often we don't see that in in our countries because we don't have those experiences where it really is life or death and um, you know what an experience it's a terrifying experience but you would have seen the hand of God there guiding you, taking care of your family, and now that's, uh, you know, impacted you positively as you continue to to into adulthood for sure, which is um, which is great. Let's talk about you can accomplish the most amount of good if you operate from that place of inner peace that comes from absolute obedience to Jesus. There's so many points that we can dive in into. <laughs> In a yeah. peace. That is something that so many people, Christians and even non-Christians, are searching. Let's talk about this because it's such an important message.
2: Yeah, well, Jesus clearly said that he gives us p- his peace, mm. peace that doesn't even make sense. But then once he gives it to us, he expects us to steward our heart and to learn to stay in that peace. Yes. So yes. I think that, I don't know, in Australia, but in America... Culturally, it's really common to say, I'm worried about this or just live mm-hmm. in fear and stressed out. Like almost stress is a badge of you're doing something with mm-hmm. your life. But yeah. honestly, Jesus doesn't call us to live in stress. He calls us to live in peace and from peace. Yes.
1: And what's interesting, I know that, you know, if I look back at my own life and, and even my mother, who is still alive, she's 98 Wow. and uh, you know she's not been knocking on that door to heaven for many years And it's like well you know god obviously still has a purpose for your mum. but she grew up in the war she's initially from holland or from holland and that grew up in the war so there was a real you know worry there and even as children that was the day where you just didn't say anything and if you were naughty you were locked in a cupboard so she's got all of these kind of things that she's carried with her into adulthood and it's interesting that even as Christians who love Jesus and who you know dedicated most of their life to him or all of their life we can still worry can't we Absolutely. and be anxious
2: yeah yeah yeah. And the Bible says that we have a good father and when we really understand how much he loves us and that he's a good father then we don't have to worry.
1: Yeah. And sometimes that's easier said than done. Let's pull let's just let's dive into this. What are some things that you have done? Maybe there's some experiences that you have really um gotten to the stage where you've gone you know what this is I just cannot handle this I'm just going to give it over to God give it over to Jesus because sometimes you know a lot of times in our experiences and our stories we can often impart um, seeds of hope and possibility that people you know what I I can do that too so any situations that you can recall that you've really been anxious that you've just given it over what did you do and, and what was the result of that
2: yeah, well, when my oldest son was around 11 years old, he was really um, struggling with a lot of headaches and mm-hmm. dizzy spells where he would get really sick and just have to lay down. And they weren't really sure what was going on. So the doctor said, we're going to do an MRI to mm-hmm. scan his brain and just make sure there's nothing terrible going on. Yes. And so that that was a time that was hard. You know, I'm thinking, like, maybe my son has a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know what's going on with his this, these just overwhelming dizzy spells that he's having. And I remember at that time really having to choose that I am not going to go down that path of the worst case scenario. I'm mm. not going to sit here and think about, okay, well, he probably has cancer and, and he's go, Maybe I'm going to lose him. Like I have to put a boundary in my mind about what I'm going to allow myself to think about. Mm. And it's not going to be the worst case. So it's almost like I could picture in my mind, pushing those thoughts to the side mm. and bringing peaceful thoughts about how God is in control and that it's going to be okay into the middle. And you know what? If it's not okay, we'll deal with that then. But mm. we're not going to deal with it now. And and we're not going to let all these vain imaginations just go s- – building and building in our minds towards the worst case scenario
1: yes i i uh, thank you for sharing that because i know that 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 has spoken to someone that may be going through a similar experience and it isn't it true that we uh, we have control of our thoughts and our minds but sometimes the enemy can get in there and plant these little seeds of doubt and fear and we can continue to run with those and i mean i have had the best arguments if he says this i'm gonna say this you know and then i was like hang on a minute i've just stood here for five minutes having this imaginary argument it's like lord i'm handing it over to to you and then the situation never occurred and everything went smoothly and i went wow (laughs) bless thank you jesus um but we need to take control of that and say stop and then I love what yeah. you said is that you reminded yourself that he is in control. And once I read, and I think it was Lisa Turkest have you heard of Lisa Turkus? Yes. Oh, doubt, no doubt you have. Um, she's someone that um, I really admire for, for her teachings and what she's doing in the kingdom. But she said, you know, when you do stop it and, and you you really physically go, you know what, I'm not thinking that anymore, replace that when, with a Bible verse. And just repeat that over and over again. And in the Bible, it said, resist the devil and he will flee. So if you are reciting some of these incredible um, words and and, and verses, that is when peace. And and Have you done that as well? And how is that uh, experience? How are you finding that that peace just comes to you when
2: you do that? Yeah. And sometimes another thing you can do is, to, is maybe get a little box and then you could write the things that you're really worried about on a piece of paper and stick it in the box. And it's like, when, when I put this in the box, I'm giving this to God mm. and I'm not going to take it back out of the box anymore. Yes. And so I personally haven't actually had a physical box, but I've done that kind of like in my mind, like I'm, I'm taking this and I'm putting this kind of in this box, you know? Yes. And Once I do that, it's not mine anymore. I can't take it back.
1: Mm, Yeah, absolutely. So important. And I think, you know, when we are reminded that there are things that happen in the world that are just beyond our control, but we know that we serve a savior and a creator who has already conquered the world. So we really don't have to worry about that because ultimately, you know, the new heaven and earth is just we just cannot imagine how amazing that is. And it, everything will turn out for the best. I mean, we're promised that again and again yeah. uh, in the Bible. And sometimes it's not often when we're going, if someone is a worrier, because that's what my mum kept saying. She she would say, and I'm going to use her as an example because she doesn't listen to podcasts and I can. So, But it, it's a great <laughs> reminder. You know, if you say to yourself, and I often will say this, mum, if you keep saying, I'm a worrier, I've always been a worrier, you will continue to worry. But if you say, well, I've worried in the past, from now I'm not going to continue to feed that. And we're reminded in the Bible, you know, renew your mind every morning. We need to to take that and replace it with Bible verses that are uplifting you start to then see, even if you were someone that was worried a lot and and looked at things that were happening that were more negative, when you start to change that perspective and, uh, you know, from praise and thankfulness and gratitude, even in the midst of challenges, it does change your outlook, doesn't it?
2: Absolutely, then you really get to that place of peace and out of that place of peace comes hope and joy and then you really get going.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And um, it's one of those things that for some of us, it's a journey, the journey can be longer than than for some others, but it's one of those things, you know, we need to keep pressing in um, to do that. And you know, I love some of the, the quotes that you read and it's like, you know, particularly if we're, if we're thinking about um, running a business, you know the greater the calling, often the greater the challenge, because the enemy does not want you to get your message out there. The enemy does not want you turning to the Bible for peace and hope and to remind yourself of that the bible oh, the enemy does not want you to speak truth and life into to the lives of others, and that's when we really need to do that with purpose and with intention. Love, love, love that. Let's talk about if you want to do anything great, you have to start somewhere. This is going to push a few buttons for people. You have to be willing to do something poorly in the beginning. <gasps> Share yep. more about this. This is a great insight.
2: Well, my husband always talks about it because he, I grew up speaking Spanish, but he didn't. He started yes. learning Spanish when he was in his 20s, and now he speaks very well. But people wow. always ask him, where did you learn Spanish and, and how did you do it? And he yeah. always says, you have to be willing to speak really bad Spanish before you can speak good yes. Spanish. Like, yes. You, nobody just like clicks all of a sudden and they speak another language perfectly. It's mm-hmm. a process.
1: It is. It is a process. And it's great to be reminded of that. And I would imagine as you're husband was learning Spanish, you would have encouraged him, you would have provided him with feedback, helpful feedback so that he can continue to nurture and develop his ability to speak Spanish. It's a great reminder that as we are learning something or, you know, bringing our business measures out there to surround us with people who will support us and lift us up. And not amongst people who it might laugh and criticize. Could you imagine if you had have laughed at your husband, or you know, mocked it, whatever it is? He probably would have stopped wanting to learn and develop his skills in in, in learning the language. Yes,
2: absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: So very. The
2: people that are in our inner circle are so important to yeah. our destiny. You know, mm-hmm. if you probably are the sum total of the five closest people to you. That they're personalities, their strengths, their weaknesses, all of that. So if you really want to move forward and grow, you got to find people that are a little bit further on the journey to really surround yourself with. Yeah,
1: absolutely. What were some of the insights around this? I mean, this is so incredibly powerful for people to listen to because many of the, the people who are listening are thinking of going into business or they may have grown a business or maybe even a blogger such as yourself, Beth, who are just in the early stages and when they start to look at what other people are doing in comparison, you know, to what, where others are, can sometimes keep us stuck too. But can the environments that we do really surround ourselves with and the people that we allow to speak into our lives make a huge difference? What insights did you learn as you were you know, developing and growing your, your blogging business? What were some of the greatest insights you learned?
2: Well, I really didn't know anything that I was doing when I started off. I just kind of jumped in there and thought, I'm going to learn how to do this. And thankfully, God brought people into my life who were willing to help me and to help me learn about photography and help me learn about video and just help me learn how to build websites, which I didn't know how to do before. And so, you know, what we're talking about, the people that are in your life are really important, being really particular about who you're spending time with, who you're letting pour into you and invest into you. And I look back now when I first started my blog and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I wrote that. I can't (laughs) believe I used that picture on my blog or, Mm. you know, but I think that if we don't have a little bit of that where we look back and think, oh, what was I thinking? Then we probably have started too late. Yeah. You know? Yes.
1: And you know, how often do many of us uh, wait? I'll wait till I am able to, program my website, or that I do take these beautiful pictures, or I need to save up for an XLR camera, whatever it is, start with where we are now. I and mean, if I look back to the very first podcast interview that I did with a co-host back in 2008, I listen to that and I laugh because there were just so many bloopers and things like that. I was so shy. I was so glad that I had a co-host because sometimes I'd be thinking, sometimes I still do, um, thinking, what what's the next question I should ask? But now I just trust that, that it's a process and we just are having a conversation. I would never be where I am today had I not just kept doing it week in, week out all the time. It's uh, such a, a great re- reminder. What would you say to someone who's listening or watching today, Beth, who has been crippled by the fact that she or he needed to have it perfect, needed to have that next whatever it is? What would you say to him or her?
2: Well, nothing is ever going to be absolutely perfect. So you might as well just jump in. And the Bible says that God resists the proud, but he gives Mm -hmm. grace to the humble. So there is a part of perfectionism that goes along with pride. I mean, it's good to want to do things really well. Mm-hmm. but we have to start somewhere yeah. you know and as we humble ourselves and go i'm just going to jump in and follow the call that's on my life follow mm-hmm. the pull that god's pulling me then the grace will come yes which is really the power to accomplish what you're
1: supposed to accomplish yeah and I, I'm reminded as you're sharing that uh, Beth of the story of Moses when he was called you need to go and speak to Pharaoh and Moses yeah. said are you sure you're speaking to the right person because he started I believe and so he found it very difficult to speak and then the story of, of Moses and uh, you know how he led the Israelites out of um, yeah out of bondage Incredible. Now imagine if he had said, no God, I'm not doing it because <laughs> I can't speak, find someone else. I mean, how many of us are uh, doing that? And that brings us beautifully into to the next point that you want to share. God doesn't get any glory from you hiding your light. It's time to own who you are and shine. What insights do you have to share with us today on this area?
2: Yeah. For so many years, I was so quiet and shy and really introverted. And it was a couple of years ago that I was talking with a friend and really bumped up against the lie that if you're an introvert, that means you always have to be an introvert for your whole life. Mm -hmm. If you're an introvert, you have to be shy. And it's like, wait a minute, that's not true. An introvert means, at least for me, it means that I recharge alone. I need Mm -hmm. alone time to really rest and get moving again. But it doesn't mean that I can't be outspoken and the things that God's put in my heart, Mm -hmm. that I can't have the boldness to speak those things out. And just like um, God said to Joshua, be strong and be Mm -hmm. courageous. Don't be timid. Get up and say what you need to say. Do what you need to do. Yeah,
1: absolutely. People will often look at me in surprise when I share with them that I am actually an introvert, an extroverted introvert. So put a microphone in my hand and I will speak but uh, I'm like you too if I go to a networking event that I don't know many people it's like I'll just sit in this quiet little corner (laughs) and you know what it's not getting our message out there and the message that's been placed on our heart God doesn't uh, get the the glory did you find that it got easier over time there are you know he builds the strength in you that enables you to go out there and maybe if you need to speak or share a message on a platform that is actually having you to speak in front of people because that can be really um, creating that anxiousness in us too. Have you found that it's gotten easier for you over time?
2: Yeah, I think it has gotten a lot easier with Mm. practice and even um, doing like live Periscope videos and stuff like that has been really helpful for me to practice with public speaking Yes, because I feel like it's not... it's not so scary to do those videos and then i can go back and watch myself and and go like oh i didn't come across so painfully awkward as i felt on the inside you know so i'm growing that way i
1: love that it's such a great reminder because often again we will look at what other people are doing and it negates really the the uniqueness that god has created us you know he knitted us together in in our mothers wombs uniquely and purposefully and I think when we 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 take away all of the the worldly expectations which sadly you know we will often we can sometimes put on ourselves and we realize to show up and be vulnerable and just to speak in a way that allows our truth to come out that in itself can really impact and influence others who may not be getting out on stage or going to do podcasts or periscopes like you said, but whose message can impact someone who's been struggling for years and years? You would, I'm sure, the comments that you read, the likes, the all of those things from people who've heard you or listened to you or read your blogs that have really been impacted positively. I'm sure that that just thrills you.
2: Yes. It's amazing. I had someone the other day tell me that they one of my Instagram posts spoke to them so much that they were going to print it out and keep it in their pocket. Wow! <laughs> I just thought that's amazing. Yeah. Like, wow.
1: It is. And you know, it really just um, emphasizes the importance that when we don't share something that's been placed in our heart or just share a story, you know, sometimes the most Common, what we think is common stories of going to, I don't know, the supermarket and something happened in that event, how we share that story can impact someone's outlook just by even giving them a different perspective on how to look at something that they're struggling with their life. And, you know, and let me just share this also too, and I'd love you to get feedback. Sometimes, you know, when we share things online, we know that people are reading and viewing and listening, but they don't often share for some of the people who are introverts and you might do this too I'll be reading things but you know not to put a comment on there is kind of oh I don't really want to so I just keep it to myself have you found too that you continue to blog and that someone may reach out to you and say I've been reading your blog for years or however long you've had it I'm so glad I just wanted to reach out now imagine if you'd thought Well, no one's really reading because then no one's commenting or liking or sharing, which can be a worldly thing, you know, how many like, how popular we are. That if you hadn't continued to share that message that God placed on your heart, the impact that you're having in the lives of people just wouldn't happen. Have you found that to be true too?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Sometimes I'll get emails from people who are, they're reading every week and they're just, getting so much out of it, and that that's just amazing.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, sometimes, as I said, just the smallest uh, um, story, a shorter story, you know, and then you tie that together with a verse that can really uplift someone and remind someone that, um, you know, don't trust in yourself and, and go on your own strength. But certainly our fathers can be a huge difference. And uh, so it's important. We can't be doing that if we're not getting out there and sharing our message so share a little bit more about your your blog what you love that maybe there's some specific topics that you love to talk about on on your blog and how people can start to read and follow and along with uh, the the stories and the insights that you're sharing
2: yeah I just write a short blog each Monday and it's really to help you just get motivated to get into your week strong Mm -hmm. to be living from a place of peace to really live out your dreams and not just kind of hide and settle, but really mm-hmm. to just keep going for it. So. Um, I would love for people to read. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or go to my website, Olson.com mm. and subscribe. That would be great.
1: Yeah, fantastic. And we'll put all of the links that you can connect with Beth on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE93. Uh, Beth, one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests, and I would be honored to do that for you as well, is just to close the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you too?
2: That would be wonderful. Oh, okay.
1: Father, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Beth and have her share her testimony, but also her insights. Lord, there are so often many of us that are not getting out there, sharing our message and really inspiring and empowering uh, other people in your word because we feel that we need to be perfect. We need to learn something. We need to have something already uh, organized. and, And, you know, we're reminded today through what Beth shared that, you know, sometimes it's just taking that step and learning and evolving and growing. Father, may we lean into you. May we not uh, go by our own strengths, but rather through your strength. And as we're reminded, Lord, that we don't feed the anxiety and the worry, but rather look at your word, find the verses that empower and inspire us and continue just to remind ourselves of those every single day. Because as Beth so beautifully reminders of true peace that inner peace only comes through your precious son Jesus we ask this in the precious name of Jesus amen amen thank you so much for the work that you're doing in your blog and for the words that you share to inspire and empower others uh, for his
2: glory so thanks once again for coming on the show thank you so much for having me on it was
0: a pleasure You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com.